What's up, George? Hi, Carlos and everybody else. <laughs> we are back. Back. Again. Again. Every episode, we are back, but not because we just recorded an episode, but because it's been a while. It takes that. We just need that much of a recharge. Hey, seriously, though, we need like a, <laughs> apparently we need three months recharge between <laughs> between sessions or be, i'm sorry between episodes we get sorry, it all I'm out. still in work mode <laughs> oh my gosh how you been man yo busy as fuck good hard k <laughs> fuck fuck yeah yeah that's good is yeah. it i think it's great man uh i miss not being busy okay i miss having endless hours i mean 24 hours we've already just concluded we t- earlier in our pre-show um, catch up I, I was like we only have 24 hours in the fucking day and that has never changed and it's true except when I did not have like the demands on me that I've like put myself in to right, right. Like, I have made I've chosen these things when I had all the free time I decided this is going to be a good thing to do I have all this free time I'm going to do this I'm going to like go when I go to grad school I'm going to like really take charge of my 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 career path like my work stuff right right and i decided to do that at the same time (laughs) (laughs) and that in a pandemic which was easy to like you know it's easy to navigate the world when you're just thinking about things and everyone's kind of at a standstill but no one is at a standstill anymore everyone is either they're like running around or refusing to move right that's kind of like the vibe i'm getting from people they're like no i don't feel like no i'm not doing that anymore or hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Where is it? Jeez. Mm. I know. Yeah. Work is crazy. School is crazy. I'm in a full ass relationship with somebody. Yeah. Who's like touring around the world. That's, that's so, that's crazy. That's right new. There. That's new. That's yeah. new. It's a new experience for me. Never been, never have, never have I ever been down that path before. And what's that like? Um, I mean, it's like being in a long distance relationship that you know is going to end because I mean, the long distance part. Right, right, right. right. You know, he's coming back. Um, But for me, because I am so busy, like I like my days are my 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 days, the time in my days are already allotted for like I have a work thing. I have a school thing. I have like my fitness thing. um, And then I got to like, you know, eat and sleep. Sleep is definitely a thing. I can't. I've tried to like cut sleep out, like find extra time when sleep. No way. There's no way to no, do that. If I don't get eight hours of sleep, I am not a functioning adult, and I need to be a fully functioning adult to do all these adult decisions, make make good in all these adult decisions. What I have done is like look at the things that I had signed up to like be a part of, um, and have to scale that back, which has been tough. Like letting learning how to like. Learning you, this is kind of a you thing. Learning how to say no. Oh um, yeah. How to scale back, um, and disappointing people in the right. process, right? Because one thing that we both share is we hate to be the source of disappointment. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's the 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 ongoing struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be loved by everybody. Absolutely, I hate to disappoint, I hate but it. I know that I will at some point. I want to be like that. Like George is loyal. You can count on George, man. He's always there whenever you need him. Like I feels good. Yeah. To have my name like. I don't know, spoken of that way, right? That's, right. that's, that's definitely my fucking ego talking. Oh, I know that's that. all. I, know, I get, it. I get it. all ego. I get it. Yeah, I get it. absolutely. I wanna, like, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, like having to step away from like working with the foundation stuff, um, you know, having to scale back on, on being like there for every gym thing, um, or being mm, at that's every, a big one, being at every party or going to like just, or even like I I can't <laughs> like I don't know dumb stuff is like keeping up with whatever like the next new show is right because that's a, yeah that's another thing especially you know, there's like, so many of them it's like I just and I don't I don't I don't feel too terrible about any of these things because I am I've the 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 sense that the words that I keep using that feels really good and it's a good reminder for me is that I made these like I have these goals and I they are for real goals that I want to have, right? Like I want, like I want my work. I want the, I want to change the system of our office that will make it so that we can have, we can grow people within the, in the office. Right. Um, so there's that part of it. Um, and like just growing as a manager and like, and having like a better organiza- organizational structure. I've really like, I'm like, I'm, what's the word plugged in yeah. to that process at work as, in my career also school because i want the second career and i want to transition from one to the other and i don't know how long the transition is going to take i don't know what it's going to look like that part but in order to achieve that i need this degree i need this license absolutely so there is like a step there's an easy there's a step-by-step process to that which is fucking graduate school and classes and assignments and days of the week and deadlines and and as a person who's a procrastinator working against that has been the system that I've created. So it's like, George, you make choices every single day, every single minute, every single hour of your 24 hours, you have a choice to make. You're either going to like stay up late and, you know, burn the midnight oil. Um, or you're going to go to sleep early or you're going to wake up when are you going to work out? These are the, and you're going to, you, you get to make choices all day long. And the choices that align with getting you to your goal, achieving your goals are the ones that I, keep making and when i when i keep doing that i'm finding myself to i'm finding like the flow again right does that make sense absolutely that was, that was really no, no 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 absolutely yeah 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 but like like yo commuting sucks commuting sucks you want to talk about things that i picked like things i walked away from from not going anywhere for the last two and a half years commuting sucks i hate I have a car and it works great. I can pretty much go anywhere at any time at any moment. But getting the car, the process of commuting. I know it. Is a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. The pain in the fucking ass. I mean, I've had to like, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm switching gyms. Yeah. Like I'm in the process of switching gyms and fully con- like considering like going to somewhere who's closer just so I can save an hour in my day. An hour is very valuable. Huge. 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 Oh my God! Yeah. At this I point, know, one extra hour, same same fitness, you know, same same stimulus. I'm able to like at this point, I've I've have so many years of fitness and and, and training and an understanding of how to work my body and how to do what I need to do, that you know, going to a place that like gives you all that prepackaged um, and then like pushes you through that. I don't need that anymore. I can right. I can kind of I've like thank you. I can pick this up and I can take it on my own now. Sure. Um, so finding a facility that's closer that gives me lets me do all that and doesn't get in my way um for a long time was a challenge because there was nothing nearby and now there is and so i've been testing it out and it's been working out well and it's an hour a day you know what it is an hour that's an extra hour studying that's yeah. like an that's a that's like that's literally one television show where i get to deep like at the end of my day 
I get to finish my day and I get to unplug for one hour. Exactly. And that hour has made a, a big difference and just kind of like me feeling good and like, and that stuff. Amazing. 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 Yeah, man. Amazing. Well, I think that it's tough to make decisions like that, you know, because, you know, the, the, there's history at the, you know, at the, at the, at the other gym at Seoul. Right? I still feel like very much a part of Team Seoul. You are. You always will be. I wear all their, t- I'm still wearing their t-shirts. You're still wearing the t-shirts. You always will be. I'm That's how that works. I still, they're programming to me when it comes to like their, their strength programming. For me, it's like top tier. That's how I got into the best shape in my life in the back, in my backyard, not by going there and being part of their classes or, you know, I'm not training. I, I was, I thought for a second, this is where I was at before I made this decision to like, to, to separate um, from, from like being like an in-house person. Right. I was like, I was a little burnt out from just like powerlifting and I kind of didn't really know where to go. So I was like, I'm going to go back to weightlifting and I'm going to train for a, a fucking was that 10k yeah a ha- no a half a half that's right you were so, gonna do the half marathon so on t- right. so, so check this out my goals are i want to like kick ass at work i want to kick ass in school i want to have enough time to be able to um to lit you know to to train so let me just take a more complicated path to my fitness <laughs> by training for a fucking half marathon and training for a weightlifting meet yeah, in January because I had wanted to do Waterpaloozas, the MMA classic Waterpalooza. I really, really wanted to do that. Right, and it's like you just you look at all your. For me, it was like I sat down and I like just kind of like looked at it and I was like, "This is the goal that I have. This is the goal that I have. I've set this goal and I've set that goal. These are the hours in the day. How am I carving up my time? And how yeah. can I do this? And it's like I can't do this Olympic thing. I can't do this running thing right now. My fitness has to be something that supplements my life. Right. I've I have other priorities. This cannot this is what to be at that level and I've been at that level. I understand what it takes. So I already know this and I know who I am in this process, right? Because for as much as I can change certain parts of myself, I think like our core personality is who we are. Yep. And when I train to when I train for comps, it's because I don't train just to I mean, the marathon thing would have been training just to achieve running you know, a half marathon the whole without walking. That would have been the goal. Right. That's a fucking, that's a big ass goal. Mm. I weigh 240 pounds. I like <laughs> not walking. Hey man, I did a, a half, gold medal. I did a half at 215 pounds. And, okay. Well, I damaged my body. I don't even know if I can do the, the halves that I'm signed up for now. Damn. Yeah. 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 I think I, I'm pretty sure I have a bulging disc. I have a, yeah, it's 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 a huge toll on the body, especially mm-hmm. if you are not at at a body weight. That, the Clydesdale division, right? <laughs> That's what they call it in, in triathlons. Really, the Huskies. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like a body. There's a big body weight division that are called oh, Clydesdales. Clydesdales. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely in that division, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, yeah, I have like um, a, a basically a nerve reaction uh, that's from my S1 nerve. Um, so yeah, there's like some complications there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not painful. It's just weird. Like for, do you get numbness and stuff like that? Not numbness. You know, it's really like my calf. It looks like there's like a, a creepy crawler in there. Like it wiggles. It, it like just it, wiggles. It, it yeah. Just, flutters yeah, and, it just flutters yeah. and shakes and like all the time though, like constantly every, all the time. Yeah, but training. when I, when I stretch mm-hmm. that area where the nerve is, then it subsides. But yeah, so there's definitely something going on where 
at this very moment, I'm I'm in that I'm lean. I'm starting to lean to that level of acceptance that I am not going to be doing the half marathons. I'm that sucks. Yeah, yeah. There's and 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 it's like I don't know what area of fitness I want to focus on right now. Uh-huh. So um, so yeah. So I'm just you know cutting back on alcohol and watching my nutrition and doing that in the meantime going on runs i, I could still run i'm just not going to run 13.1 miles correct so like i'll go and run three miles i ran three miles yesterday and you know trying to get my activity through that and then you know doing a crossfit class here and there mm-hmm. whenever you know the whenever i like the programming you know and i was like oh that looks good let me go do that um so but yeah i mean you had a lot of you had to map that out you had to like Yo. really lay everything out and say wait a minute not like, how all is, of this like, is not gonna happen how, like how is this at all um achieve like how is it achievable and like sustainable like right. you know what trying to try when you're training for a, i mean listen the way that the gym had programmed the two training blocks i had figured out and i had talked to the people involved and they're like yeah just do this on this day and do this on this day but it's like but at the same time like the fatigue that my body endures oh, does yeah. not allow for me to have the energy that I need to do then the other all the other the, all the shit that I've that I want to do in my real life right, right like right. like these like get this degree and get this license like also like have to go through all these reporting processes with all these different compliance agencies for work and being a part of these different task forces and breakout blah 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 wow. blah all this stuff all these things yeah it's um yeah like it was like a, I had to take like a do like a gut check almost. And it was really, really, really fucking hard to take for me. You know, you know how much I love fitness. You know how fucking intense I am about it. For me, it's like for, for a long, I would say for almost shit for like the last two and a half years, it has been a big priority. Like I prioritize fitness as almost like, well, it was what got me through my divorce. Right. right. Like yeah. the last two, like the fitness, taking all of those feelings and throwing it into like, like processing it physically yeah <coughs> is what got me through so there's definitely some sort of like detachment from that right like okay we don't need you anymore mm. you got this yeah we need to now we don't need to treat it like oh my god i'm gonna like how i won't survive without it right i don't and when i was able to identify that that feeling yeah like george you don't need it the way that you needed it last year mm-hmm. like we could this could be fitness doesn't have to we be. We can go the from a hundred percent to like a seventy percent and be in like a safe zone where you still see results. Use transitioning fitness from something that is like the core of your life and everything like that you want to do is balance around that. Right. To being like you are a lot like the things that you your goals are your your core, and then the fitness is one of the things that gives you like gives you the strength and like the wellness that you need to achieve that. Right. You know, because I also don't mean, listen, I don't want to go back to being like, you know, a big slob and I need to actually, I feel good. Yeah. I always feel better. I'm in a much better like mental space. Whenever I'm get stressed out, whenever I'm too stressed out with work or school stuff, um, I'll know it's about, I know I, my body tells me it's time to go work out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find it amazing how that, because I mean, I had to, I had to do the same thing. You know, I had a very similar kind of, you know, um, uh, summer i guess we can say because i mean our last recording was like early june so this mm-hmm. is like and en- entering the, en- the end of summer episode i don't know what to call it but uh basically yeah I, we're september it's september today's september, september 1st. today's september yeah. 1st yeah you know i i got involved in a new music project 
uh, that's going to be, you know, I got some great people involved that are backing me on this. It was not even my idea. I was approached uh, to, you know, be a host for a potential virtual reality live music session uh, channel. Cool. All right. So uh, so we've been, you know, working on that. And then, uh, of course, you know, there was, uh, you know, my obviously my work and then there's music. The music thing has just picked up so much you know i'm playing so many gigs and and it's really really cool we're having a great time and i've become very much throughout the summer i became very involved in like the in the nightlife scene and in the restaurant scene and yeah you know uh went to dc with uh you know chef mike beltran who just got a michelin star for yes. ariette and then with uh with john falco who owns uh, fire pit hospitality lincoln's beard brewery and those other places went to dc and i had no idea that we were going to you know receive the treatment that we did and went to some really cool restaurants and cocktail bars and stuff like that and you know just really it's been a good time and then all of a sudden same thing like you got to like stop and say wait a minute like I'm not, I, I'm in the, like, I'm in the food and beverage industry in a way, like, through an angle, through music, you know, but I also ha I have a day job. Yeah. <laughs> and I have kids. Yeah. And a wife, you know, and, like, a whole, like, life that I need to show up for during the day. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, same thing. And, and where does fitness fit into all that, right? So that was a, that was a challenge of, like, okay, well, considering this condition or injury i have i don't even know what to call it at this point like what can i do what can't i do so I basically got into like a routine of doing something three times a week which yeah. is not enough um because i wasn't i started watching my nutrition within the last month but before that like the last three or four months i haven't been so and at three workouts a week you can't outwork that like you can't outwork a bad diet on three 30 minute workouts a week no absolutely not there's no way and especially not crossfit classes i mean i love crossfit but you know in a seven minute wad you burn 150 calories you know what i mean so it's like that's like that's a like fry. that's like half a protein bar right <laughs> you know? so um it's one bite of the patata frita from luca osteria like delicious it's so delicious though. so fucking good yeah props to giorgio another For guy sure. in the restaurant yeah. business who's amazing and his restaurants are so so good uh, he's going to be open up the eating house soon, I believe. So like right next door, too. Right next door. It's yeah, amazing. The space which looks so cool. I can't. I can't. I'm very excited for him. Very excited for him. Uh, so, um, but yeah, like finding that balance is, uh, you know, it's been an interesting summer. My my two teenage boys gave me an interesting summer. I won't go into detail, but <laughs> uh, definitely, they're definitely being teenagers. They are very good kids and sweet and, and mature and all that. But still, you know, teenage things will be teenage things at the end and they definitely gave me a run for my money this summer. Uh, so that was like a, 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 a stressor, a good one, because it's like like something I tell my patients. I say, you know, it's we sometimes we rather have these issues with our teenagers than have a teenager who is not social or is not like participating in life or is kind of withdrawn or, you know, so sometimes I'm kind of grateful that they're getting themselves into, you know, not major trouble, but some situations here yeah, and there where classic yeah we have to like lecture them and guide them and what were those you know. what were those um specials 
the after, after school, school specials. specials. Yeah. Oh yeah, I wish those still existed. They could have like learned a thing we or have two. Real life for that. Yeah, we exactly we have real life for that. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's been this summer has been a lot of that, like a lot of like laying out like my life and saying, okay, wait a minute, like how much do I need to put into everything? Because I can't go all in. I need to go all in on family. I need to go all in on my profession. So then leaves the music part, right? Like how much, but I'm having so much fun playing music. You know? uh, yeah, I get the, you know, I guess my challenge or like I'm listening to you talk and you say all in and I know I can't go all in on one thing because when I do, that's at the detriment of everything else. Right. Exactly. So it's like the, like if we are like, if we pie chart our lives, like there's just certain, there's certain there's certain slices of the pie that are going to be longer. Like they're going to be wider and narrower depending on where you've got going on in that moment. Right. Um, inevitably. And like usually like new slices don't come in very often, you know? And at this point in our life, I think like new is either something that we like definitely choose or it was chosen for us. Right. You know, that's why sometimes people, I like the, like that old adage of like, no news is good news. Like, hey, what's been going on? Nothing really. And that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This let's point, keep it that like, way. Yeah, let's please keep it that way. <laughs> like yeah. those red herring, like, like, <laughs> oh, by the, like, hey, I got something to tell you. Oh, what <laughs> oh, now? No. You know, what the fuck now? You know, this just in. Like, yeah, oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, yeah um, you know, so like I was, I was. Um, having a conversation about what this, like what my process for my degree is going to be like, what are you going to do with it? You know, right. um, what are you going to do with it? And in my head, like I have this, I have a baseline kind of like very conservative plan that I'm pretty confident that I can make work. So if it doesn't end up being anything more than that, I think we'll be good. Right. Anything that comes off, anything that happens differently than that would have to be something like remarkable or special. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I like leave the door open to happening, right? You don't know what happens with when your experience meets new qualifications exactly, and what doors open. And when you're in the rooms with different people and you're traveling and you're experiencing things, inevitably someone will pop it something, you know, getting your, I know that when I meet people, the, some of the, usually the things that I think of as a person that's in the, in like in an organization that looks to acquire talent, it's like, you'd be great at this. You'd be great yeah. at this. You, What is it that you do? Oh, you don't. Yeah, we you're great, but not you you you're somewhere else. Yeah. So the idea that someone might think of that for me and that that might open an opportunity into something like new and exciting that I can use, you know, my clinical mental health experience, um, mental health counseling like degree, along with all my administrative managerial experience. What does that look like? We don't know yet. We'll see. Well, I know that people are going to be fighting for you. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah, I mean, and don't get me wrong. Let me just be the Caesar and just be yeah. like. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I do mean it because I do believe you have a natural talent for it and a gift for it. But also what I mean is, like, literally there's not a lot of you providing services. Like, you know, male, in-touch experience, in-touch with ego, all the things you talk about, all the intellectual things, what you represent. You make people feel comfortable. You would... You know, you you would appeal to all demographics. And there's so many people I would love to sit down with someone like you of your personality type, the way you deliver information, the way you make people feel naturally. Yeah. 
and people who pick up on that are gonna be like um what's it gonna take for you to stay with us in our agency or our practice or yeah you're not gonna have any trouble you just gotta you know the process i feel like i i i'm conf i i hear you thank you um sure. i like to believe um that what you're saying is true and like and i feel like i don't feel any kind of anxiety about um what i'll be able to achieve as a practitioner it's how you're going to go through the process it's what it's going to look like and then but for what the anxiety that i do have is managing the transition between where i'm at and where i'm going sure I you mean, know and since i don't know what that looks like and what it's going to feel like you know i and and going back to what we we're talking about like this is yo if there's a tw- you know 24 hour day eight of those days are eight of those hours are gone because you're sleeping yeah. um and another eight are gone because of work so then you only got really like you know what another eight yeah so and then that's the pie that's how you do, that's the pie that gets divided yeah i mean it's gonna be interesting to see how you you know because there's like th- listen like just like the practicum is gonna be a thing like the, the clinical practicum. hours thing is gonna be a thing yeah. and i haven't i have no plan for that but i'm not there yet so right. a really good a really good um like thing that i like a tool that i use to cope with is like you're not there so you don't need to think about exactly. it. exactly right now you gotta you're, you're in this semester you're in these classes in this moment that's right and so no and everything come everything just comes together like you you'll go strategizing as you go along the only thing i would suggest and now we're like you know talking shop um, but this is i would say i would definitely suggest taking the exam as soon as you graduate see you know because i took it five years after i graduated and it was you want that shit to be fresh yeah it was tough to kind of revisit like i had enough field experience but then the exam is so technical that sometimes the field experience interferes i get that yeah because i get that there's definitely some there's definitely theory and there's definitely things that these that um, don't match up in real life. No, there's definitely <laughs> things that they want that they're teaching you. They want you to learn where it's like, great, I get that. I'm also in the real world and I can see how that doesn't apply. Correct. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would, def- I would definitely do that. But I can also imagine sense. like going to like a, I can I've already had this. I, I don't know if you told me about this. Or if I just made it up in my head, but it's like, I imagine that, you know, you walk in and you, you're like a first day counselor, like trainee and you're just ready. Or maybe it was the video guy, the video guy, he was for like, sure. just ready to like, this is what I'm going to do. And you're going to go through like all your checklists and your steps and your like trainer, your supervisor just like grabs the paper and throws it out the window and like, let me tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, yeah. that's, yeah. You're man. not going to get anywhere with that. Yeah. We had, uh, you know, um, well, actually, no, I, I, there's been situations where, you know, we've had a practicum student like waiting for their first patient, you know, at the practice. And they're like, I don't know what to, to I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. You know, and I'm like, you don't have to know what to say or what to do. They're going to tell you. Yeah. You know, you just got to always focus on the presenting issue. That's it. Your Your goal is to get them through the presenting issue. You know, you don't know what they've gone through this past week, so you can't start it. All you could do is say, hey, how you doing? How have you, how have you been? What's going on? It's like, let's pick up where yeah. we left off right. last week. Like, yeah. We can't. It's a whole other shit. Yeah, I, all these things happen. I stopped doing that so quickly. So last time, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that was resolved. Anyway, I need to talk to you about this. You're like, okay. <laughs> but how was it resolved? We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. It's like, okay, yeah, all right. Whatever you want. You're, yeah, you're, they you're navigating. It. Yeah, yeah, you navigate this. You know, where do you, and I, that's why, where do you want to go today? What do you want to discuss today? And they'll let you know. 
you know so it's it's that's the beautiful thing about the work is you don't have to like over prepare you know you just got to write a good clinical note after it doesn't have to be too long but it has to be concise and it has to be enough to you know basically discuss the presenting problem mm-hmm. how, how they were feeling intervention and any type of like homework or any type of framework they need to be focusing on or something like that so um but yeah man it's gonna be fun i know that the educational part of becoming a service provider is one thing and then the practical experience of that service being provided is usually very different just like and then i the framework that i that that i experience it in and not that i'm in it because i do it i'm in it because of the work that i do is the difference between lawyers that are graduate graduating from law school or like law students and actual attorney practicing attorneys right Right. And like, so I go to these like law school fairs to like get interns for the summer um, to come in. And so the questions that, you know, a lot of I always bring I started I started bringing a lawyer after the first time I went by myself. And I was like, I don't have the the knowledge to be able to even talk to these kids because I have no I don't I don't understand the experience. And I can't speak to being an attorney in practice because I'm not a practicing attorney. Right. So I was like, I'm gonna grab. A, I grabbed the, the first lawyer. The next time, I was like, You're coming with me because I need somebody to be able to talk about it. Um, and so they were like, they were the ones asking us like, What year are you in? What like when I talk to you about like what classes I'm taking? Like your head nods and like mm-hmm. and like remembering like you know you know where they're at. They know where like they're at in stress wise. And so when they have questions, they're like, Oh, what's it like? And what do you do? What's the experience like gonna be for me as a you know as a legal intern? You know, is it you know some of the, some practices are like they have all their interns doing only research work. You know, some of them are like, I don't want to just be a file clerk. I want to like get right. in there. Right. Um, well, I mean, for your sake, I hope you end up somewhere along your journey with somebody who's really gives you a really hard time on notes, on clinical notes, because that's, you know, especially not so much in private practice, but in um, like, if you end up in like a community setting or in like a public sector, you know, like, that's where you protect yourself sure you know and like having somebody that's like Mm-mm, this isn't gonna work try this Mm-mm, this isn't gonna work try that and you're like i hate this person i feel like i'm in school again they're making me rewrite the note five times but once you know once they make it happen like once they, i'm sorry not they make it happen but once they make you do it enough and you do it enough it becomes second nature and then you just have the format in your head I love that part. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're grateful for that person that gave you such a hard time. And um, and yeah, so that's and then you, you take it with you everywhere because it's just good practice. It's good practice to have like a good clinical note just in case anything ever happens. I'm fingers crossed that the experience that I'm going through now, like I'm learning things at work um, because we started like a social work program. Mm. Um and so there are like compliance things and there's like there's a lot more like reporting requirements that in the past I haven't really had to like delve into. Mind you, this is clinical social work, which is very different than clinical mental health work. I understand that. But still, like when you're reporting to like a federal agency about, you know, your performance measures and stuff like that, there's a level of compliance that has to come into it. And we're just getting into the nitty gritty of things right now. But I'm hopeful that none of, that none of my experiences that I have are going to waste. I feel like right. I'm using everything. This is yeah. I'm learning this. Like my work is very stressful right now because I'm going. I'm creating this thing, and I want it to be when I do separate from the organization. I want there to be something that's like, like that's sustainable and 
and it works really well and we built that system and now it works and it can like now it's easy like now we can transfer it over to the next person and they could take it to the next level and grow it you know yeah um and with that experience i can be i can i can take that into like whatever setting i'm into it's like listen i've already built a project i've built a system i know how to do this i um i've got this going on um teach me the parts that i don't know so i can use the skill set that i have and apply it to this new task mm. to this new this new setting mm. um i guess that's my you know that's my naive hope yeah <laughs> it'll be someone you're like ha ha yeah we'll see we'll see yeah you're gonna be great man you're gonna be great so what did you end up deciding on all the stuff that you were gonna do and where are you at now oh so i um after one week of or what trying to after week one of the run program um i tried to was i so i've been dealing with achilles tendinitis I've been dealing with that for me. Yes. That is very unpleasant. And it's like that whole, like, you know, you get out of bed and that first step is like, ow, 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 ow. And you're like limping to the bathroom. Does that ever happen to you? No. We're lucky. Every time I get, anytime I'm in the car and, really? my, and my foot is in a neutral, like relaxed, like position, like you, your foot will automatically point kind of down. And this, the, the Achilles kind of shortens and that aggravates it. And so every first step off of a, off of a seated position is painful for me. Um, so running is a chore and it really got flared up because I did a double under workout, which I shouldn't have done. And it oh, really no. blew it up. It uh, blew it up. Yeah. Um, and I haven't, it hasn't popped or torn or like ruptured or anything. It's non-surgical. It's all usage. Um, so yeah, so I decided, I was like, let me see if I can buy like a fucking strap, like an Achilles tendon strap and buy the little, like all the, buy all the gear you need to be able to train to be able to run the right. half. Um, yeah, it got to be too much. Like too much. It was too I wasn't it's able like to like a square peg in a round yeah, hole. Totally. It's like nope. Then I've also been dealing with like I wasn't sure if I was I've been dealing with like pain in my left arm, shoulder mm. situation for at least a year now. Um, and it kinda like goes away when I like warm it up. Then I was. Then they announced this, the gym announced that they were gonna have the MIA Classic at Waterpalooza, and I am a just a, I'm a competition participation junkie. You love I that. I love Waterpalooza, the event. I love the MIA Classic. I love weightlifting. I have been chomping at the bit to get back on underneath a barbell and snatching clean and jerk. And like now, I understand like how I, I understand like how my body moves. I understand like positioning. I understand feeling. That all the things that I learned like in 2018 and 19 going into that Nationals Pan Am um, prep that I did uh-huh. like are coming we're coming back and so I was feeling really good about it but the this like nagging injury just kept coming up and I wasn't able to train at the level I was I wanted to train like my snatch work was going very well but you know when I when when you have to do front squats this is a very technical thing. When you have to do front squats, the barbell is like held across, you know, across your, across kind of the top of your shoulders in the front and your elbows have to be underneath and your arm is bent. I couldn't bend my arm enough to put the bar where it needed to be in order for me to, to like functionally perform that movement. Right. So like, yes, I could clean, but eventually like, you know, my elbows were getting stuck. Everything was just, I was like a tin man, just Uh rusted. Um, and it got very frustrating um, and annoying. And I didn't, 
I wasn't able to do the thing I wanted to do. Right. And that was causing tension. Sure. And re- and resistance. Another square peg. Resistance. Yeah. And yeah, I was yeah, stuck yeah. in resistance. I was like, I want to do this thing and I'm going to fucking force my body. And so I'm spending now an extra hour getting myself, trying to like put myself, getting my body like warm enough and condi- like, and I don't have time. There's no time there for was, that. I did not have the time. That's I the did. one hour that you were saving on a I walked in, <laughs> yo, I commuting. walked into the gym on a Friday. <laughs> I walked into the gym on a Friday. I'll never forget. There was a, and really, it had, it was, it's the last time I was there. I walked into the gym on a Friday. Like there was, I had gotten everything I needed to get done. I like got there at four o'clock and I warmed up and mobilized and worked and did everything for like 90 minutes. And I still couldn't do what I wanted to do. Yeah, man. And I was like, I packed everything. I put everything back and I walked out and I was just pit, pit. I can imagine. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah. And I was just like, I need to walk away from all of this. Yeah. I need to walk away from all of this, all of this. And I need to be, this is not what I need to be doing right now. Right. The energy and time it's taking for me to do these things that I really want to do are taking away from everything else I got going on. Oh, for sure. You need to make a fucking decision right now. And it's going to be hard, but they're not in alignment with each other. You right. need, and it, the only way through, like, I, I hate being in resistance. It causes me conflict and tension and I get pissed and emotional and I start to eat. And I start to like, yeah, regression, all that, stuff. all that regression all that stuff, as opposed to just accepting <laughs> George, you don't have the time, energy or effort to, you know, to be a team soul lifter right now and to be running these half marathons right now. The best you have right now is to follow their programming, get, you know, get your, get all your workouts in and 90 minutes or less do it somewhere nearby that allows you to have that space to do it. You found somewhere it's good and that's it. And that's it. And then work and go to school and be there for your boyfriend and be there for your family. And, you know, and when the gym has a thing, go to the event and say hi to everybody. And like, and if they have a, you know, go to go to the events and cheer your team on and engage with the people there. And the friendships that you have will, will we, the true friendships that you have will sustain no matter where you oh, are absolutely. and what you got going oh, on. Oh, yeah. There's people who haven't been to Seoul in such a long time. I'm still friends with them. And, yeah, that's I, – I, I didn't go for, like, six weeks. Yeah. Came back, and it was like, nothing's changed. Everything's the same. Also, like, like yeah. no one's going to be, like – no one's going to feel any kind of way. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no one's going to feel any kind of way. Relax. Relax. So, I mean, and I just – so, like, where – I guess where I'm trying to, like, go with this is oh. that – you know, I think it's so important when you say to be able to have the insight and be able to detect when things are not aligned for you. Yeah. That is a very difficult thing for so many people. And But the, all of the the hints are all there. Like I've said this before. Yeah, some people get all the hints from though. inside the house. Yeah. You feel it. But some people get all the hints and they're like, nope, this is what I do. You well, know, it's that whole thing like me. I, I I, what do you mean? What do you, leave soul? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Well, it's, and it doesn't have I to be necessarily that. about leaving soul, but like, you know, like saying, what is my identity without this? Right, Who right, am I right. without this thing that I've decided of without, I've decided that I'm this person. Right. And all of a sudden these decisions are not in, in alignment with the things that I want to do or like something is getting in the way. Like, and being able to do something about it. See, what most people do is they say, okay, this isn't making sense to me anymore, but it's what I've always done, so I'm going to keep doing it until it makes sense to me again. 
And oh. some people never reach that point. Some people never achieve that. And they're and then they're like, wait a minute, have I been wasting my time? And it doesn't have to be about leaving or changing or anything like that. It could be, you know, something like, okay, well, you know, for example, you know, the maybe this CrossFit class is does not fit me because of the injuries I have. And yes, everything can be like scaled and modified and still get a good workout and all that good stuff. But maybe today I will do a cardio circuit. Maybe sure. today, I mean, I don't always have to be part of something just for the sake of being part of something. You know, the constant participation isn't the entry fee, right? It's the, you know, the constant participation is nice, but it's not something that people are paying attention to, right? Only you're paying attention to that. Only you're the one that's saying, oh, what what, what happens if I stop doing the CrossFit classes, for example? Well, nothing happens. Everyone still likes you just the same or looks at you just the same, you know, as before. Yeah. You're just doing different things now. You know, and so when I go in the afternoon and Michael is doing his lifting, I don't do the CrossFit class because there's none at that time. So I do my own thing. Yeah. You know, but um, but being my point is, is having that insight, you know, to be able to say, all right, you know what? I need to walk away or I need to step away. Gosh, I mean, if more people did that, they'd be happier. They don't know when to walk away from something when it, the, all the signs are there, like you said, all the signs are there. And you start to, you know, work against, you know, against the current and you're just tiring yourself out and you're not getting the progress you want, man, you know, like sometimes you just got to say, oh, wait a minute, I'm not supposed to be going against the current all the time. Maybe I need to make things a little easier on myself so I can get the results I want, you know, saving that one hour drive a day. It is that that specific mentality of like that things making things easier can be better is not something that I have been conditioned to believe neither growing up like the hard way is the better way. Right. And I think that that's a, there's, I think there's something I don't, it's definitely in, it's definitely a, a sports mentality. Sure. Harder is better. Harder is better. Generally speaking, and I'm, yeah, being, yeah. I'm being very, very, very general. Yeah, I'm taking like, on don't the, be a, a bitch. Big, yeah, don't be a little bitch. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. You right. got to want it. You got to want it. You got to want it. Yeah. But, you know, pain is, is is weakness leaving the body. Yeah. It's funny when you when you hit 40 and you're like, yeah, you got to pick another line. <laughs> Mine is, my new one is like, have grace for yourself. Have grace for yourself. Like, okay, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to injure myself further. Like, I'm not... No, you know, it's like, oh, you're being a little bitch. Call me what you want. You're going to have to, I need, I need different types of motivation now. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's great. It doesn't help my cause. <laughs> yeah. And, but the thing, like, I, me personally, I have, I am a, I am a, um, there's a lot of um, paradoxes uh -huh. with the things that I say and also the way that I think and the things that I do. Like, uh -huh. For me, like I'm a, I'm a very, I get competitive with myself. And so I can take something fun and turn it into a competition, like in a split second. Right. And it goes from being fun to like, not being so to fun, be not anymore. fun because I'm not the one that's winning. Right. <laughs> so you become unpleasant. I, I get real salty real fast <laughs> if I'm not the one with the ah. most weight on the bar in the room. Oh um, God, that's or like some new person comes by and they're like, I'm like, what are you? Oh, look at them go with a fucking 600 pound deadlift that I've been chasing for three years now. Blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> um, and 
But at the same time, it's like, no, George, you these are, you are they are these things achievable for you? Yes. Is there a, a tried and true method and path for you to do this? Yes. Does it take time, effort, and energy? And now at this age, like money, because the recovery of it, right? Like, yeah. I gotta go to the PT. I gotta get mobilized. I gotta get worked on. I gotta eat right. I gotta sleep. I can't go out. I can't have fun. My boyfriend's a fucking rock star who likes to go out and have fun. Um, so like, what's it gonna be? Right. Twenty four hours in the day, same twenty four hours. Same twenty four hours. The shit don't change. The shit don't. The only change. thing changes is your circumstances and where you want to spend your energy and your pie slices. Yeah. So that. Wow. Shit keeps fucking changing, Carlos. Yeah. I have been like, I've sat on this couch with you. The one thing that doesn't change is our talks. That's which it. I love. Our talks are amazing. Yes. I do love it. Yeah. Yeah. The world is in fucking flux. Yeah. Every like. I don't know. I've lived on. I've been, we've been on this earth for forty three years, and the last two and a half have felt like well I mean everybody right yeah. like, I, I guess we're all nodding our heads at this moment like it just feels <laughs> like a lot has changed has occurred yeah a lot in a very short period of time in a super fast yeah. amount of time yeah so wow well good yeah I loved catching up me too alright well we will be recording again soon inevitably inevitably not three months it's you know what today is? What? It's the start of spooky season. It is the start of spooky season. And for I'm all the spooky fan fans out there, happy spooky happy season. Happy spooky season. Yes. Um, so where can they find us? You can find us <laughs> anywhere you consume all of your internet content. Spotify, <laughs> Apple Music. I love it. You we're there. Right. Find us um, on the gram. We're at Moaka Podcast. Find us on the internet at Milwaukee Media. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at George I. Sanchez. And I am at Cardos.Escanilla or my music page at Cardos305Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yes, you will not have to wait three months for the next episode. We will be recording soon. You'll hear us again soon. Absolutely. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.